from Cleveland, Ohio. This is the Cleveland Stage Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Whitten and Ian Wolfgang Hins. Hi. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the Cleveland Stage Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Tyler Whitten, along with my co-host, Ian Hins. <laughs> And we are here this evening with the wonderful and talented Laura Starnick, who is currently starring in the ensemble production of Lisa Crone's Well. And Laura is playing (laughs) Anne, the mother. Yes. And how difficult of a role was this for you to get into? Because Um, I didn't know you that well going into the rehearsal process. But I've really been able to see you uh, take this role and really mold it into something, which is, I think, a rare find. Oh my goodness! What do I say to that? I don't. I don't. I didn't find her. Um, I'm not gonna say I didn't find her difficult to approach. She reminded me of uh, my mother a lot. <laughs> so I guess you know everybody sees their mother in um, in in the relationship between Lisa and Anne. But so I drew on that quite a bit. So she, I mean, if I... When you sit in a barca lounger for yeah. 90 minutes, it just kind of grows on you. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your reaction to the play the first time you read it? Um, and maybe how that evolved now that we're halfway through the run. Well, when I first read the play, um, I was focusing on just the the relationship between the mother and the daughter more than I was paying attention to the structure mm. of the play. Sure. So in rehearsing it and working on it and trying to figure out what's real, what's not, what's, you know, getting away from Lisa and what isn't was um, an exploration. Yeah. Of not to... Metatheatricality yeah. on the national yeah. themes. Yeah, well, yeah. and trying to analyze <laughs> it, trying to, to understand it. So, yeah. yeah. And then all the surprises that take place, so. Sure. I mean, have you been in plays where this sort of... Uh, these sort of conventions were being used? No. No. First time. What'd you think? That was fun. It's been w- of what? The convent? The, yeah, the, um, meta, the meta theater side of this play. Um, I think it's very refreshing, mm-hmm. and it's a surprise every night. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been... Uh, the fourth wall comes down, so you get to see... I mean, it never really goes up. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's true. It's, like, easier for people to get to their seats because mm-hmm. there is no fourth wall. Well, and Anne, Anne doesn't know that, you know, that she's even in a play until yeah. she re- she discovers that, so... But you get to see the... You get to see the audience having their experience with it, yeah. so... So that's kind of exciting, too, and scary at the same time, because sometimes you just don't want to look. And then what about some of the themes of the play? Uh, you know, how, are, are you unpackaging, unpacking new themes, you think, every performance? Are there moments in the play where you think, oh, that makes a lot more sense now, actually? Um, I think there's a lot of different themes to the play. Certainly the relationship between mothers and daughters. For me, one of the things that gives me um, hope these days is the for me the takeaway that everyday people are um, valuable and important and mm. and decent and good so I think that's something that if somebody can, comes to see that play hopefully they'll come out feeling good important well maybe not important but feeling that there's some hope for humanity <laughs> I'm going down a dark hole. Uh, <laughs> it is what we're really talking about is Trump's America. Oh, and well, uh, we yeah. can touch on that. But I, I think one of the things about this play that's uh, that I've come to kind of like 
as it's grown on me has been um, the fact that it's not a morality play, right? That it's something mm-hmm. else entirely. It doesn't really draw lines in the sand of good or bad, and it's certain certainly not a, a play with a person twisting their mustache at the end of a train, you know, depot waiting for the train to come and kill the damsel. I mean, it's it's not melodrama by any stretch of the imagination, and it, it just kind of gives the audience a chance to see people and how they interact, so it allows it to focus right. on the relationship in a lot of ways, which is kind of nice and refreshing, like you said. It's something we don't get to see very often. Well, it takes on a lot of things and, uh, you know, a lot of issues, but it makes it, I don't mean to make it sound like it takes on more than it can handle. And I think because it does, the audience can find their own personal connection to it, too. So. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that makes it approachable, right? I mean, on the surface, it's a, it's a play about a woman and her mother or a woman and her daughter, which I think is... A fairly universal thing in the in the idea that it, it's really a parent child, right? And I think every child, whether they know it or not, for the most part, is trying to not become their parents. <laughs> right. Well, and Anne is like this the quintessential embarrassing mother, right. <laughs> you know, in her oversized house coat and her padding around in her slippers. But you know, one of the things that you're asking what I've been discovering as it goes along, there's a line that at the end that reveals that you know she's not just somebody's mother mm-hmm. she was did a lot of really dynamic important things yeah that's and one of the great things i like about your character is that you know we hear things from lisa about her mom being morose and like tired all the time and never leaving the, the cow or the chair and um just having no energy but then we keep seeing evidence to the contrary right like she organizes an entire neighborhood <laughs> uh, she almost she saves an entire neighborhood she attracts attention of the other other the ensemble actors and characters on stage right mm-hmm. in front of us right she's sort of this magnetic personality which is very funny yeah uh i laugh every time you say <laughs> clapper well, grabber. <laughs> grabber. The that's grabber. What it is. Yeah, grabber. That's because it's my grabber. Yeah. But no, I think she's a, uh, she's, I think one of the more dynamic characters in the play, for sure. But I think. It's one of the best roles I've ever had. Yeah. And I think, and I, we've talked about this before, but I think your portrayal of Anne uh, is probably going to be one of the best performances we see all year. Oh, man. Not to put any pressure no, on That's because Tyler isn't going to go see any. I'm not going to see any more plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's great. I, I, one of the questions I did have for you was, you know, what is it that Anne, from what I see, Anne is both completely uncomfortable in her body, but yet at the same time comfortable with who she is. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that? I mean, what's that like to kind of inhabit that kind of a person that has these these issues as right? an actress? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that have well, these issues, yeah. and then at the same time, be this person that is confident and and you know, obviously together in a certain way. Well, she describes herself as being. Um, it's a line, and I know I can't remember it. Um, oh my gosh, we jinxed she, it. Yeah, that she's very very insecure person. Mm-hmm. You know, most of her life, but. I just don't. I think that there's no guile about her. She yeah. just she just goes out and does it, and she's used to being uncomfortable in her body because she has been, you know, most of her adult life. So, I think maybe she thinks that you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is what <laughs> it is. Yeah, sure. It's not going to get any better than this. So, take sure. it or leave it. 
But great. Uh, are there any other shows you're working on coming up? Um, I will be um, Baker Street Irregulars at oh, the Bama in Eric December. Play. Yeah, yeah, great. Eric nice. play. So we'll start rehearsing that a couple weeks after this closes. So great. One to after that. the other. Good yeah, for you. yeah. What can audiences expect when they come see Well at Ensemble Theater? They can expect the unexpected. It is. It's very surprising. And it's funny. And um, I think they'll be delighted. Delighted? Delighted. Yeah. Surprise and delight. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anybody leaving the theater going, well, Boy, that, I'm depressed. I'm going to Hope we get in a car accident on the way home. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it affects people differently. But it's yeah. a very thoughtful play. I yeah. mean, it, and it, the end could make you cry if you were, you know... If you wanted to, but not in a bad way. So, no, I mean, I think it's uplifting, and I yeah. think uh, it's certainly engaging and entertaining and funny, uh, but also uh, there is a through line of heart. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of heart. Yeah. A lot of layers. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of audience choose your own adventure, right? You right. can make it yeah, as deep as say. you want it to be or not. Right. If you just want to come and have a good time, fine. Mm-hmm. But there's also an opportunity to think a bit about yeah. your life a little bit in it. Too, yeah. So. A little bit of reflection. Yeah. Yes. A lot of bit of reflection, but really depending on how far you want to dig, how far are you willing to go as an audience member. And I think the laughs work really well here because it opens the audience up to those <laughs> sort of, I mean, physically and mm-hmm. emotionally, mm-hmm. Uh, to those moments that are poignant and self-reflective. Right from the top. Yeah. I mean, people are, are laughing right. and then giving permission to... You know, yeah. to do that and to relax and enjoy it, and then it kind of just gets into your bloodstream. So this is going to be a hard one to let go. But we got what, two two weekends, beginning of the third weekend right now. Yes, tonight, and then uh, two more weekends. So get Yay. those tickets. Come out and see us. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies, depending on yeah. if you like it or not. <laughs> don't tell your mother. Don't bring your mother. The moral of the story, don't put your mother on stage. All right. Thanks, Laura Starnick, starring as Anne in the Ensemble Theater production of Lisa Crone's Well, running now uh, for two more weekends, up until uh, October 22nd. That's right. And check out uh, the most... Uh, Recent uh, podcasts, you can find us on Facebook at the Cleveland Stage Podcast. And also oh, yeah, like at, us on Facebook. At, ensemble. At, and also at ensemble where you can get tickets for this wonderful show. And you can also find our podcast. We're everywhere, even in Guam. We're huge in Guam. Giant. We're bigger We're bigger than the Beatles in Guam. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please rate the show and subscribe. We will keep bringing you the best of Cleveland Theater. Or just me and Ian <laughs> giving our opinions <laughs> no, 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 on no, what the no. best. Shahrazad podcast just dropped as well, so that's out there. Give that a listen. And, uh, you know. Thanks for the support, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Cleveland Stage Podcast. And remember, Tyler, all the world's a stage. To be or not to be. All right. That's not going to be their thing, right? That's it. That's a good one. That's the best one you've had. That's the one we (laughs) have.